I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you Welcome to Devotionals from Bad. This devotional is entitled, Counterfeit Christians. Let me tell you a story about what happened to Joyce and I the other day. We were walking across the parking lot at Walmart, and I looked down, and I saw a $100 bill. I thought to myself, this must be my lucky day. But when I held it in my hand for a while, the print didn't seem exactly right. Then after I held it a while longer, I noticed the ink was starting to come off of my hands. That is when I realized it was a counterfeit. You know, that so disgusted Joyce and I with money, it so turned us off that we immediately went to the bank and withdrew all our money. We took out our savings, every penny we had. Then we went out in the backyard, put all of our money in the fire pit, and we had ourselves a bonfire. We burned it all. We said, that does it. We are finished with money. Do you believe my story? I hope not. Unfortunately, this is the way the world approaches Christians. They see someone that is a counterfeit Christian. Someone that lives one way on Sunday and another way the rest of the week, and they say, well, that does it for me. No more Christianity for me. I'm here to tell you that it is the counterfeit that proves the value of the real. Men don't counterfeit gum wrappers. They counterfeit $100 bills. Why? Because the $100 bill has real value, and the gum wrapper has no value. So it is the counterfeit that proves the value of the real thing. 2 Peter 2, verses 1 and 2. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. During the early days of the church, there were false prophets, counterfeit Christians. They were merchandisers, peddling their counterfeit version of the truth. Many people followed that depraved version of the truth. They were counterfeit Christians. We face the same thing in our churches today as they did in the early days of the church. There are hypocrites in every age and in every profession. Some doctors are quacks, but you don't stop going to the doctor when you're sick. Some lawyers are shysters, but if you need legal advice, you will still seek out a good lawyer. Some money is counterfeit but you don't throw away that which is real. Don't let some hypocrite, some counterfeit Christian, keep you from knowing Jesus. It would be ridiculous for you to say, well, I'm not going to church anymore because there are some hypocrites there. 
when I hear someone say this, my response is, the church is not a shrine for the saints, it's a hospital for sinners. I'm sorry to tell you this, but my church is filled with hypocrites. Even one of the twelve apostles was a hypocrite. My friends, I would rather spend a few years with some hypocrites in church than spend eternity with all of them in hell. Federal agents don't learn to spot counterfeit money by studying other counterfeits. They study the genuine bills until they master the look of the real thing. Then, when they see the counterfeit money, they recognize it. There is a clear parallel here to spiritual discernment. Just as the feds are responsible for recognizing counterfeit money, in the same way I am responsible for the Bible teachings that I accept and I later share with others. It is my responsibility before God to inspect every teaching that comes my way. I should test every teaching that is presented to me, refusing to accept any that go against the plain teachings of the Scripture. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 19-22 through 22. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good and reject every kind of evil. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. It is my sincere hope that something in this devotional touched your heart. I hope that somehow you found some tidbit of wisdom that you can treasure in your heart. More importantly, I hope that you share this with someone that needs to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Love you, Dad.